Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Early Edge. Happy Friday, indeed. I see so many people in the chat who hit some bets last night, and that includes Prop Stars, who continues his epic run. That one and a half unit play on Tyus Jones. That one came in, and who was it? Somebody hit Jason Pogwist, a plus 2,000 parlay. I assume that's an NBA parlay. He says, let's keep it rolling. I say, let's keep it rolling, but let's check out how we did yesterday officially. 0 for 2 for me in golf. It was a rough day yesterday and a rough day for Eric Cole, ladies and gentlemen. But Rutgers Moneyline comes in from Tim Doyle's Wednesday pick. Tom Tassali wins again. He's undefeated on the early edge and I believe on Sportsline 14 and 2 overall. And then Prop Stars 1 for 2. But that high confidence play, Tyus Jones, that one comes in, by the way, on Sportsline. Prop Stars has a ton of picks for today so check that out obviously most of the people in the chat you're a sports line member and most of the people in the chat you've hit the like button and if you're here on a friday you know that we do things a little bit different we pick up the energy a little bit more ladies and gentlemen welcome to big pick energy friday let's go We've got the business journal, we've got the shadow boxing, we've got buckets, and we've got, ladies and gentlemen, if you missed your coffee this morning, if you just couldn't afford a double or single espresso, we got you. Because it's time for your chip me up. Good morning, see you, good morning, buckets, good morning, Mike, good morning, Danny, good morning, Jake. Good morning, Early Edge fam. Have y'all checked your calendar? Have you fired up your engine? Because I'm sitting there and I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull my cord, right? I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to. Uh, it's March, baby, and we have this tournament covered. 18 days till the start of the tournament. Conference tournament starting, coming up next week. We got you locked here at Sportsline, and especially on the early edge. Let's go. That is so, so good. Everybody at home, stand up and clap. Stand up and bow. Hit the like button. That was so good, Chip. And that music, get like, it's, it's, I don't know. It like brings me to another level. It's March 1st. Like this tournament starts, I believe, March 19th in terms of the the first games that are going to start. So we're two and a half weeks away. We got the right people in place. We got Mike McClure. We got Chip Patterson. We got Thomas Casale and so many others at Sportsline. I I honestly can't wait. Mike, I got to ask you, though, because we were all dancing. You were checking out like a business in finance. Like what's going on in the business world? (laughs) 
A lot is going. The uh, NASDAQ notches a record close uh, yesterday. It's just the Wall Street Journal. It's I was running a little behind on my morning routine here. So uh, just enjoying the coffee, reading all the news that I could have learned hours ago by not having to pick up a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> Doing great. All right. And Buckets, we're going to get to your pick in just a second. We're going to remind everybody from a pick you had a a couple of days ago, too. But Danny Brasco, I saw your energy kind of get up a little bit when Chip went there, too. How you feeling today? What do we got today on the docket? Chip, fire me up. Oh, my goodness. When that first base note hit, I almost ran through a wall. I'm backed up now. Uh, See, we got UFC fight night this Saturday, some fights to talk about. I see you guys in the comments. I'm loving the energy on the show. And Mike, We're on a sports betting show, but it would behoove the people to know. Also, go ahead and put some money in the stock market. The NASDAQ, the S&P, they're killing it. Those are much more sure bets than any 50-50 proposition you might take. So word to the wise guys, mod money to be made in other uh, facets as well. Uh, How dare you? The only money to be made is in sports betting. Everybody knows that. (laughs) All right. Buckets knows that more than anyone. So, Buckets, you've got a play today, but also another play today that you gave out a couple of days ago. So, first of all, Tell us how you're doing. Tell us if it did, did Chip pick up your energy too? I feel like we're all kind of like floating on something here, but you also have a couple picks to give us. Well, here's my problem, Sia, is a week ago I was in the hospital for a cardiac event and they told me no stress, keep things oh, quiet, no. keep things calm. So you're lucky that I didn't pass out when Chip did his pick me up this morning, but I'm feeling good. I did give out a play yesterday on the early edge and I know that I pronounced every team name wrong. And frankly, I don't care because they don't care how you pronounce the names when you're cashing those tickets at the pay window. I was on Criterion taking on Club Saguna, Cretano, over one and a half team total at plus 100 there over in Liga MX. And Sia, should I jump into my play today as well? Yeah, let's do it. Let's jump into your uh, play today. Let's go straight into the Svein Bundesliga then, where we have probably one of the best matchups we've seen in a long time, as Hertha BSC will be taking on Holstein Kiel. And a matchup with, we have two teams that are fighting for promotion right now. The second Bundesliga is an absolute mess. It is such a tight race between the top eight teams. You've got St. Pauli leading the pack at 48 points. Holstein Kiel at 42, Hamburg at 41, Firth and Hanover at 38 and 37. There are so many teams fighting for promotion, which means every single one of these matches in the last 11 games is critical. Holstein Kiel missed the chance to grab points off of St. Pauli last week, in which they lost three to four in an incredible game. But now we have Holstein looking for redemption as they take on a Hertha team that when they're playing at home, Defense non-existent, but goals out the wazoo. These are two teams that I would not be shocked if we ended up seeing six or seven goals in this match. I'm taking Holstein Kiel, though, over one and a half team total at plus 100 because they need points here if they want to keep up with St. Pauli. And again, this game could see that team total hit on both sides, but I'm backing the visitors to have a little bit of a redemption arc here. All right. I love the even money right there. We're going to take the over, and we're going to take the over also on a little bit of Presidential trivia again, uh, or at least trivia, because Lee Brown says, remember Lee Brown from yesterday, he had a couple epic comments. We had James Monroe entered the chat, of course, James Madison. He even made a, like, I I caught it at the end of the show, so I didn't get to introduce it, but the Mary Todd Lincoln comment was so funny. But he says, I only want to talk about one thing. Alexander Hamilton, dude pisses me off. Uh, I I know he's referencing the Burr-Hamilton duel. I I believe that's what he's referencing, because I saw something on Twitter earlier, but... Uh, I'm I'm here for the history lesson, Lee Brown. So if you haven't already put it in the chat, put it in the chat. Eric, David, we see you. Gippers picks, Nick, Japan. Uh, thanks for being in here. Mark Buckholtz, and of course, Prop Stars is in here. Ask him any NBA, not sides. Ask him about props, because Prop Stars, that's what he does. And if you want to bet Prop Stars stuff, 
You can go to BetMGM. New BetMGM customers can sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets. Just place your first wager of at least $5 and you will receive $150 instantly in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome with bonus code EDGE150. That's EDGE150. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to get to some fight night stuff. We got to get to some, well, I got to bounce back in golf. I'll be honest. It is not a, well, it's only round one. Round one did not go well for me. So I got a bounce back pick. Speaking of plus money at plus money, it's a three ball. But before we get to any of that and Chip's picks and Mike's picks, we got to hear a message from our partners. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, we are back. And Danny, it's time for you. It's time for the Danny Brasco energy and some UFC picks. You got three for us today. What you got? Let's go see a UFC fight night. And look, we're not going to be writing home to our parents about this fight card. It's not a big, sexy pay-per-view. But oftentimes, this is where the money uh, can be made on sort of lower-key matchups that are a little easier to see on paper. Now, we're going to have to find uh, some value on this card because a lot of the betting favorites are just simply unbettable. So we'll start in the main event where uh, one of the lines is actually a little closer um, than a lot of the other fights on this card. And it's Shamil Gaziv versus Jarzinho Rosenstrike. Say those two names five times fast. You guys might be asking yourself, Shamil Gazeev, a main event? Who is this guy? And you wouldn't even be wrong for saying that, even as an avid UFC fan. Guy has had just two UFC fights. He's thrusted into a main event against a ranked heavyweight fighter. But the guy looks like he might have something. He puts on heavy forward pressure. He kind of just plays the bully. And in his last fight, he fought another guy who's bullied a lot of people in the UFC. He bullied the bully. He can do that to Jarzinho here. Jarzinho is a kickboxer with serious power, crazy one-shot KO power in that check left hook or in a high kick. But if you get in the kickboxer's face, there's no space to operate. I think Shamil can do that. Just make it nasty. If it goes to the ground, he has a massive advantage. So I don't think this one goes the whole way. Jarzinho has been in six main events, more than any other active champion. And he seems to lose a lot of them. He's been cannon fodder for better candidates moving on up the ranks. So I'm going to go Shamil Gazeev to get the job done inside the distance at minus 145. Next up, I'm going to double down on this guy. He's one of my more favorite fighters on this card. Some of my favorite fighters are unranked guys. You guys are going to get to know a lot of them. And one of them here is Steve Ursag. I think he finds the finish over Matt Schnell, a guy who is kill or be killed. Schnell is never in a boring fight. And he has skill, but he puts himself in very compromising positions. Ursag came into the UFC as this hard-nosed Australian grappler, but immediately showed he can box. He can move forward. He's willing to take a punch and engage in a kind of gritty, nasty fight. If it does hit the mat, we know his uh, submission skills and grappling skills are high level. And I think eventually uh, Schnell is going to put himself in a bad position. Ursek came into the UFC. He's got two wins by decision. I think he's going to look for a finish here. So give me Steve Ursek by KOTKO sub. And let's double down. Let's sprinkle a half unit 
on the submission at plus 240. I think that's the way he finds the finish. Uh, Chanel's probably going to give himself up, give up the back, maybe a, a guillotine choke. And I really like Urseg's ground skills. So two plays on Stevie Urseg there, and hopefully we can cash on UFC Fight Night this Saturday. See ya. Urseg and Gazeev Saturday night. Buckets, you usually have something to say in response to uh, to Danny Brasco. It's not, not necessarily encouraging a showdown, but uh, any any thoughts on either of those two plays? See, I actually have an announcement to make regarding showdowns. I went through and looked at my showdown history since the start of the early edge, and I just want to let everyone know, full disclosure, I have six wins and 39 losses in my showdown history on the early edge. And with that note, I'm officially retiring from the showdown game. I just... Don't have that fight in me anymore. I cannot be losing $100 every single time I go against one of these tremendously talented people. So, Danny, I love the picks. I'm not going to argue them. No showdown for me. Good luck, brother. Buckets, three of those six wins got to come on me. You must be like three and three. You're, you should keep, keep, stick to the UFC, man, because you've been doing a pretty good job. Go ahead, Mike. Hypothetically, if you were to showdown, which pick would you showdown? I think people need to know when you're talking six and 39. We at least need some sort of indication where you would like to bet. Uh I'll I'll come back to you. If I I gotta think about it, but I actually will give you what I would go against hypothetically if I would. Leave it, leave it to the guy who was reading the newspaper, specifically the finance section uh, regarding the NASDAQ as as far as betting investment inv- advice against Buckets showdowns. I absolutely love that. And by the way, uh, Lee Brown, he says, Burr actually the only founding father who supported women's rights. That's a very interesting fact. Maybe Burr's not getting the credit he deserved. Was he on the right side or the wrong side of that duel? I'm yeah, trying to like He was a plus 250 dog in that duel. He got hosed. It's a total robbery. Yeah, go ahead, Buckets. Yeah, Mike, if I was going to take something, I would actually go with Matthew Schnell to beat Steve Urseg. I do know that Danny has two plays on that. This is not a showdown. I'm not saying anything, but I like Matthew Schnell to be an underdog here. And right. by the way, Urseg opened minus 310. He's up to minus 440 now. So Buckets like Schnell to beat him. <laughs> if you win that one, I will tip my cap. All right. Put all the money on Urseg. That's how I read all of that. All right. Well, we're not going to put all the money on my golf three ball. This is a little bit of an unorthodox three ball for me. I only say that because usually I like to box out one of three guys. In other words, I like to have one guy in the three ball that I just don't think can win. Well, that kind of burned me yesterday because if you remember Keith Mitchell at plus money, he beat KH Lee and that's what I expected. But what I didn't expect was Chad Ramey, the guy who was the long shot in that three ball, to actually be the first round leader out of 144 golfers. He was number one. That's how my day went yesterday. Very strange. I think you can go back to the Keith Mitchell three ball. I certainly have it as a lean, but it's not an official play for me. My official play is Steven Yeager, another guy I liked going into this tournament at plus 130 against two talented golfers. I got to admit it, Thomas Dietrich and Michael Kim, but these aren't the courses for them, and they proved that yesterday. Plus two and plus three, respectively, Thomas Dietrich and Michael Kim. I think they're going to be chasing the cut line, and that's not good on this course by the the time they get out there, and I believe they tee off around 12 or 1 o'clock, by the time they get out here, there, the wind's going to pick up. And if they're chasing a score to make the cut after having a pretty bad day yesterday, they're going to find a lot of trouble. Now, Steven Yeager didn't have the best day yesterday. He's minus one, so he's still got a very good shot. He's a few shots ahead of the two guys he's going against. He can play it somewhat conservatively and just try to get in inside that cut line. The only thing he did that was problematic yesterday, he was really bad with the putter. And th- that can be a problem with Steven Yeager, but his history on this 
this course is the putter's been okay. So Steven Yeager, if the putter can just be even or just slightly negative, he should beat both of these guys, Thomas Dietrich and Michael Kim, two guys I didn't have going into this tournament and two guys who were very bad yesterday. Uh, I like Steven Yeager's steady game around the green game is solid. He's probably going to need that today. And the ball striking has been very solid for Steven Yeager as well. So it's plus 130. This is one of those plays at plus 130, in my opinion. You don't have to put a full unit on it. Put whatever gets you to a full unit because you're getting the plus 130. If $50 is your typical unit play, and I'm not saying it is, you can put 40 bucks on it and it'll get you to that $50 because of the plus 130. Just a little betting advice there. Take it for what it's worth. All right, we actually got to get to Mike McClure's golf play. And then finally, to Chip Patterson's college basketball plays. That's plural. But before we do that, one more quick message from our partners. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must Listen, download, and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. All right. I got to catch up with the chat. And while I do that, Mike McClure, you have not a three ball, but a head-to-head matchup for later on this afternoon. What you got? Yeah, head-to-head matchup here. We're going Corey Connors over Shane Lowry. Uh, Corey Connors is someone that I like at this setup. Uh, The question with him is always going to be the putter, but an absolutely elite ball striker. Uh, I liked what I saw from him in round one, you know, gaining two strokes on the field, tee to green, exactly what you would expect from him. He's someone that's just phenomenal at hitting greens and regulation. I think he's going to have a decent year overall this year, a little bit of a bounce back here. Uh, But I like this matchup for him. When you look at Shane Lowry, I don't really like the current form for him, and I really don't like the way everything went down for him in round one. Uh, So when you look at his last five tournaments or so, he's averaging around minus 1.75 to two strokes on the putting greens, losing at least one and a half strokes on the putting greens. In round one in this tournament, he gained two strokes on the field putting. When you look back to a little larger sample size that has not been his skill set rates 140th on tour right now this season 115th the season before never really inside that top 100 in the last three years when it comes to the putting uh, and you look at what he did in terms of being uh, good off the tee. That's where you would expect Shane Lowry to make some ground. He actually lost a little bit uh, off the tee yesterday. Everything he did was on the putting greens, which is not in his skill set typically. So I'm going to be looking for Corey Connors here, who was hitting everything as we should expect off the tee and on the approach. Give me Corey Connors minus 115 over Shane Lowry in round two. Fair enough. And Taylor DeHart says PGA has been all over the place the last three tourneys. That's right. And honestly, this tournament has been a little awkward because we thought this was going to be more of a difficult test. Now, it might prove to be today and the the next couple of days if the wind picks up, but this has been an easier test. We know they changed that 
that par four tenth to a to or I should say a par five tenth to a par four or excuse me uh, vice versa and that's certainly helping the scores as well but this has proven to be a little bit of an easier tournament which frankly should help Corey Connors over Shane Lowry so I certainly like that play Mike McClure all right Chip Mm-hmm. Listen, it's Friday, and so we're gearing up for March Madness, but the Friday slates tend to be the smaller schools. Well, that's actually sometimes a good thing, right? Because maybe, possibly, we're getting slightly softer size than we would if we saw, you know, Alabama against Auburn, for example. With that said, you've got two college basketball plays. You have the floor. All right, so we're going to start at 6 p.m. Eastern time on CBS Sports Network, where you just might get a little... You just might get it. I don't know. We're going to see. It's that time of year where you'll catch it on CBS Sports Network as well. We're taking Ohio. We're laying seven and a half. And this is a tale of two teams that have gone in opposite directions since they first played each other back on January 9th. Bowling Green wins by five on their home floor. But you know what Bowling Green has done? They've lost seven of their last eight. Ohio, meanwhile, after a little bit of a rocky start, has kind of caught firing conference play. And the Bobcats are riding high off a midweek win against Mac leading Akron. I like Ohio. Ohio to keep the good good vibes rolling. Both teams probably are going to qualify for this conference tournament. Remember, always be following conference tournament seeding implications, but it's just eight teams in the MAC, no buys. So nothing there. A better team covers, been playing better ball. We go Ohio, we lay the number. Then I got the Dayton Flyers on upset alert because while we know that Deron Holmes, the big man for Dayton, is one of the best players in the entire country, I think there's a freshman big man right now for Loyola named Ruben who has kind of come on later in the season. And I think if he can neutralize Holmes, we could see this Loyola team, a team that has gotten so much better all throughout the season. I think we could see them pull off a big upset. This one tips off at 9 p.m. Eastern time. You can also watch it on television. I think the environment will be electric there in Chicago. And I think that in the only regular season matchup between Loyola and Dayton, look for the Ramblers, a team that has gotten better and better and better throughout conference play. Look for them, especially off a bad look ahead loss last time out. Look for them to bring their fastball here against Dayton. So I like the Ramblers. I'll take the point and a half, but my prediction is that they do win the game. I love it. All right. He's not going to take the money line, but he thinks they might win the game. It's a Pretty good spot for them against Dayton, a very solid team. All right. Uh, by the way, uh, th- we've got some bets in the chat. Japan says round two matchup, Matthew Pavon, who who I like this week over Shane Lowry. So that's very interesting considering we're already feeding Shane Lowry uh, with Mike McClure's play. So I like that, Japan. And then we've got Brandon Ingram from B- Big Cheesy, uh, 21 and a half points. I think New Orleans is at the Indiana Pacers. So Brandon Ingram, last game out was was pretty good. He scored well over that. Let's see. And we've got the Lee Brown history lessons. Uh, Hamilton, also the first Treasury Secretary, which means he was the father of the IRS. We don't like that, man. We really don't like Hamilton. We're big Burr fans on this on this program today. Thank you for the history lesson. All right. I think that's all. I think I've covered all the bets. Uh, Big Cheesy says he loves Dayton. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Chip. You've got Big Cheesy on the other side of it. That's a shoulder shrug. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just saying you're 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 loving a team that's lost three of its last four on the road playing on the road. A team that hasn't covered in three of its last four times as a favorite. Yeah, 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 sure. Go, 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 go ahead. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Chip, because and you might not have any opinion here, but Vegas Reno asks, any thoughts on Nevada, Nevada? I always say Nevada, but apparently it's Nevada. Minus 14 and a half tonight. Any thoughts yeah. there, Chip? Uh, yeah, I do have thoughts. Big spread in a sandwich spot. Uh, they had, you probably saw the buzzer beater from half court on Tuesday night yes. at Colorado State. They've got Boise State coming up on the road on Tuesday. You're playing at home against a team you should smash. 
I don't want to be trusting the substitution patterns and free throws in the final minutes of a game that I do think Nevada is going to win. You know, big picture in mind for Steve Alford and the Wolfpack, two words. So I'm, uh, I, w- I would just stay away from it. Uh, yeah, Danny? Yeah, I was, I was going to say, to add, I mean, I like a lot of your points. I will say, though, uh, Fresno State's coming off a triple overtime game. And shout out to Sportsline's great information if you go check this out. But when Fresno State has played as an underdog of plus 13 to plus 17 range, 0-4 against the spread. So when they have been a big dog, they haven't covered the number. The sandwich spot is a great point you're bringing up. Uh, so that is sort of the spot angle. I wonder if they can uh, keep up and lay the, and, and cover that spread late uh, in the game when, when free throw shooting comes into factor. What a great promo for Sportsline. Listen, it's not just about the picks. It's about the data behind the picks, the DFS picks, Mike's simulations, other people's simulations, of course, our model simulations at Sportsline. And if you want to join, super easy. Just go to sportsline.com backslash join and type in winners. That's the promo code. And you'll get 60% off the annual plan. Like I always say, that's not going to last forever. It's been around for a little bit. It's not going to last forever. So go to sportsline.com backslash join. Check out all the articles, all the picks, and all the data. A couple questions before we get out of here. And Mike, I'm going to go to you. Do you like, since you're fading Lowry, do you also like Kirk over Lowry? Eric David wants to know. Yes, Kirk over Lowry, not playing uh, Connors over Billy Horschel. We're getting that one a lot. I am not fading Billy Horschel. Uh, like the other week where we had a play, this play for me is a little more of a fade of Lowry than a bet on Corey Connors. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Lowry is someone who carries a lot of name value in a weaker field. Uh, so I think he's just a little overvalued in the specific matchup that he's in. And it looks like there are some people who have like posting over Lowry as a play as Pavon over Lowry. Real quick, Mike, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine it's a, it's, a, it's a blanket sort of statement, but any, any opinions on posting over Lowry or Pavon over Lowry? Yeah, Pavon, yes. Poston, uh, at your own risk. I think they're very, very close. It really depends on the price point. Um, I, I would not lay minus 115 if that's what the price is, um, but I can't imagine that it would be. So I, I don't. just depends on the price. All right. Yeah, obviously, um, next time you all ask, uh, obviously put the price in there because we, you know, we don't assume it's minus 110 or, or what have you. So that's going to matter. All right, let's take a look at the recap screen. Buckets, Kiel, team total over one and a half. And don't forget that play from Wednesday that he also gave out earlier today. Cognizant Classic, I'm going with the three ball, plus 130. Steven Yeager over Thomas Dietrich and Michael Kim. Mike McClure's got a head-to-head. Corey Connors minus 115 over Shane Lowry and Brasco. Gazeev by TKO, KO, or submission at minus 145. And Urseg by KO, TKO, sub at minus 135. And then Urseg by submission at plus 240. He said, put a half a unit on that one. Chip Patterson, Ohio, minus seven and a half. And Loyola, plus one and a half, two college basketball games tonight. What a great show we had. A ton of picks across the board. I mean, we're covering all of it, right? And we've got so much more on Sportsline. I saw before we even started the show, I saw prop. He already had a few. And one reminded me from a prop last night, by the way. But he had a few props out there already. So if you haven't already checked out or you don't have your notifications on for Proppy, you're going to want to do that and for the rest of the crew as well. On behalf of the chat, on behalf of Mike McClure, Chip Patterson, Buckets, and Danny Brasco. And let's not forget Jake the Snake on the ones and twos. Everyone, have an amazing Friday. Stay positive. Let's cash some of these bets. This is the Early Edge. I am the counselor, and we rest our case. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount+. Plus. Paramount+, Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.